Hello and welcome to Weird Around Illinois. Today we're going to talk about one of our favorite cryptids, Dogman, and we're going to talk about the 10 signs that he might just be in your area. Let's get weird. First one is uh, mist and fog. People often describe like seeing a mist or a fog right before seeing a Dogman, and it very well could be a sign. And it, I've mentioned it before, but all the way back to like the old legends of werewolves, there's always like the fog in the background when you see the werewolf standing there. I think people strongly associate that fog with Dogman, and you know maybe there's a reason. Yeah, we have a whole video related to the fog. Yeah, and how it could be like related to portals, or it could be something that he releases himself to mask his presence so people can't see him, or maybe he just waits for a foggy night to come out. So the next thing is kind of obvious. Number two is tracks. And by tracks, we mean canine tracks, but larger than a normal canine and spaced a little differently because a normal canine would be running on all fours. So you'd see tracks relatively close together. Whereas a dog man would have tracks even further apart than a human because they're generally taller than humans. So, you know, you might see a four or five foot stretch on, a, on, on in between dog man prints. Well, number three on our list is listening for silence. You know, you expect animals and like bugs making weird noises in the forest. And if you don't hear any of that, there's a slight chance that there might be some predator of some kind, particularly Dogman, possibly in the area. That's a creepy one. I, I remember we've experienced this a few times in the woods where just all of a sudden, it's like somebody flipped an off switch. And yeah. <laughs> no birds, no small animals, no insects, nothing. You expect something, but like, it's a strange phenomenon. And you know, the stranger part about it to me, and the thing that kind of leads me to think there's almost something supernatural about it, is the fact that Dogman, or any large predator, doesn't necessarily pose a threat to insects and birds. Yeah. Maybe they'd have some kind of energy that could make them like go silent. Maybe. Could just scare them out of their mind. Yeah. I, I mean, you would think they'd go silent when humans walk by, but they yeah. don't. We don't seem to bother them at all. Next one is smell. People often describe like smelling something like very disgusting um, right before seeing a dog man. I've heard a variety of like conflicting descriptions on that smell. I've heard people say that it smells like rotting meat. I've heard them say that it smells sulfury, like rotten eggs. And I've heard people say that it smells like a skunk. None of them are pleasant smells, but um, <laughs> I, I'm kind of surprised the wide range there. Um, you know, the rotting meat smell I could understand because we presume dog man eats meat and he probably doesn't brush his teeth. So <laughs> <laughs> something else to watch for if you're out in the woods and you suddenly get a strong whiff of anything unpleasant. You might just want to look around a little more carefully. So number five on our list is howls. And this, again, seems pretty obvious, but Dogman is said to howl, much like a wolf, um, a little bit deeper, a little bit louder, almost into like the Bigfoot range, that kind of soul-shaking howl that kind of freezes you in place when you hear it. And uh, I think kind of the the main idea would be like, you know, the classic howl from a werewolf or something, but what you were saying is kind of closer to a Bigfoot. Would it be kind of different from that? 
A little bit. I I, I I see a dogman howl, based on what I've read, as being almost a combination of a wolf howl and a Bigfoot howl, or a Bigfoot, you know, call. Okay. You know, in our dogman hunts, I've employed Bigfoot hunting techniques. I've gone out there and done, you know, wolf howls or, or dogman howls to try to get something to, to answer back. And while I haven't had an answer yet, we have stirred up some stuff doing that. You know, we've heard dogs barking after I do that. We've heard tree branches break, and we've heard, you know, just kind of movement in the distance. <laughs> Number six on our list is the feeling of being watched. Now, you can almost relate a dogman to something spiritual, something related to a cemetery, those kind of sightings. And if dogman is related to some kind of spirit or some kind of thing that is beyond us, you could almost sense that a dogman can be near you. It's uh, obviously kind of a predator type feeling, almost fear. I think most of us, if an, even if a person's looking at you, you can kind of sense it. And I think that's intensified when something's looking at you with the desire to eat you. <laughs> and that's, you know, kind of what I think dogman is thinking when he's staring at us. <laughs> So definitely an uncomfortable feeling, and um, yeah, definitely you might feel the the hairs on the back of your neck starting to stand up, and just generally getting that that uncomfortable feeling that something's looking at you. Yeah, I mean, imagine like people on Bray Road, mm -hmm. like they constantly feel like something's like they're being watched. Probably. Yeah, you know, I never thought about that. Even like taking the garbage out or something on Bray Road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they always take their garbage out at like noon or something so they're not out after dark. It's <laughs> just the dark, spooky setting. Maybe more. I know this is kind of a, a sidebar here, but do you guys remember seeing anybody out on Bray Road after dark? No. Um, you mean like actual people just walking? Yeah. No, never. Only cars passing by. Yeah, same here. And, the, and we were there a couple nice nights. I mean, I know at least one of them it was raining and one of them it was cold, but I think there was a nice night or two we were there. Yeah. To be honest, I don't see it. I don't remember anyone being outside during the day either. No. It, it It's just fields, isn't it? For the most part. Yeah, it's, it's like farmer's fields, but there are some houses close to the road and stuff. Okay. Um... Interesting. Now I feel like going back to Bray Road to see if there's anybody out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should go on Halloween and go trick-or-treating there, see if anybody comes <laughs> yeah. to the door. <laughs> Number seven is seeing, like, dead or half-eaten animals. Um, they tend to be very common, like, especially deer, possibly other animals, too. Strangely enough, I was watching a YouTube video about a possible dogman or werewolf attack in uh, Texas. And they brought up some interesting points because people were trying to make the case that this attack was done by a mountain lion. And what they, they said is that a canine, particularly like a, a large canine, like a wolf or a dog man, will go for the throat. Whereas uh, a mountain lion will attack from behind and, and try to grab, you know, from the back of the neck. So in addition to looking for dead or half-eaten animals, you want to look around the neck and see if the front of the neck is torn out. And if it is, that's a sign it could be a dogman. Speaking of animals, um, another sign of dogman being in the area is strange behavior by dogs or other domestic animals, either acting scared or overly aggressive. 
Um, again, you know, I listen to a lot of Dogman podcasts, and uh, one of my favorites was by the Confessionals, and um, there was a story of a, a hunter hunting raccoons, I believe, in Kentucky, and he took his dogs out with him, and he had a Dogman encounter, and his dogs actually saved his life. But the first sign that he had that there was a dog man in the area is his dogs just went crazy. They they ran off, one ran off in fear, you know, running the other way. And the other one ran into full attack mode and attacked the dog man. Wow. You know, we've kind of had experience similar to that. Actually, at Bray Road, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. there was a dog barking so much. Yep. The entire time while we were driving, we could hear it. Well, that was, and when we were parked in the cemetery, yeah, remember that, that? That was like the beginning of the whole thing. Yeah. Cemetery, Bray Road, Barking Dog, and just a few minutes before that, we had the uh, the, the whole everything stopped and went silent. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were probably a lot closer to Dogman that night than we thought we were. And number nine, the feeling of almost being paralyzed. Now... We've talked about this in another podcast where, like, if a dogman is in the area, dogman almost has a howl, not exactly howl, but a noise that uh, can paralyze you in a way. I think you actually brought up the theory that it's kind of similar to a lion's roar. Right. The the, the prey freezes when the lion roars. It affects their nervous system. Yeah, so it, it could be a similar thing to that. But then you brought up, I believe, that sometimes people experience it even if he doesn't help yeah exactly a lot of people just feel like this this great fear that like comes out of nowhere this feeling like you can't move mm-hmm. um yeah sometimes from howls and sometimes not so that classic spiritual feeling of dread or fear and i'll be honest with you if i see a seven foot canine on two legs staring at me either i am going to be frozen in fear or I am going to be running fast enough to win the Olympics. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so number 10 is snapping tree branches. Um, this is a very common one. People are just wandering the woods or whatever, and they hear like some random tree branches snapping. Mm-hmm. It, it scares the heck out of them, it seems like. Yeah. And, you know, when we talk about snapping tree branches, it's it's interesting to note that there aren't a lot of animals that will snap tree branches when walking. Because usually animals have small pads and, and small paws and small claws and um, they just don't make enough of an impression to um, to break a, a tree branch. And a lot of times they're, um, you know, they're light. The smaller animals are light and they're not going to break it. But, you know, a dog man's two, three hundred pounds and he's got relatively big feet compared to other animals. It's, you know, the other thing to listen for, because he's seven feet tall, sometimes he's going to break high tree branches. And there's not much out there that's going to break a seven, eight foot tree branch. And to add on to that, there's an extra thing. Can't a dog man pull, literally pull down a whole tree if you wanted to? Yes. He doesn't have... Well, I, I take this back. I was about to say he doesn't have, like, the opposable thumbs. But then there's the whole Linda Godfrey story about the dog man holding the, the meal in, basically in front of him like a human. So maybe he does have opposable thumbs? Yep. And we got taught that the dog man does have arm strength. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Possibility. 
And that's actually some of the strongest dogman evidence that we saw in, uh, in Wisconsin around Bray Road. If you remember when we took that walk down the White River Trail, we saw that big tree, well not big tree, I mean it was maybe six inches thick, but you know, I couldn't pull it down. Something had pulled it down, cracked it, and left four claw marks on, on the bark at the exact height that it would have had to have been to pull it down. And, you know, we talked about it. Could have been a deer scratching its antlers on it. It could have been something, you know, came up and left those marks after the tree was knocked down. But it sure looked to me like something with claws grabbed it and ripped it down. Yeah. I was going to say, that could be like a bonus point here. <laughs> like the scratch marks. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's true. Because, you know, there aren't many animals that would leave claw marks that deep and noticeable. So those are our most common signs of a dogman being in your area. So if you experience any of these things, if you're like us, you're gonna to wanna to look around for dogman. If you're normal, you're gonna to wanna to run. <laughs> if you have any other thoughts on how to tell there's a dogman in the area, or if you have any other thoughts about cryptids or the paranormal in general, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you for helping us get to 1,000 subscribers. And thank you for telling your friends. Thank you for listening. And we will speak to you again soon.